Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Well, hey there, and welcome to this special Memorial Day weekend edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor. Bob Casper normally joining us is on vacation in Florida with his family, and we thank you for spending some time with us as we'll be bringing you one of our best of editions this week on a Memorial Day weekend, plus a look at the match, which is coming up tomorrow on TNT, and Callaway is an official partner of the match champions for charity, Tiger and Manning, Phil and Brady. It's on TNT, 3 o'clock Eastern, noon Pacific. Definitely something that you're going to want to tune into on Sunday, and I'll tell you what, this is going to be fun. We're going to hear some comments on the Callaway podcast. They did a great interview with Phil Mickelson talking about and previewing the match, some of the smack talk with him and Tiger, why Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, uh, some of the uh, re- uh, things that Phil recalled from the first match with Tiger. We'll hear some of the excerpts from that, but would encourage you to go to your favorite podcasting site and check out the Callaway podcast with Phil Mickelson in preparation for watching the match champions for charity, Tiger and Manning, Phil and Brady, and uh, should be a good one. Meanwhile, this week on Real Golf Radio, our best of edition, how about this lineup? Our good friend Troy Merritt joins us coming up here in just a couple of minutes, a conversation we had with him a few weeks ago. Andy North joined us as well a few weeks ago, and uh, lots of good things to say from uh, just an incredible player, a two-time U.S. Open champ, longtime broadcaster on ESPN, rather, just tremendous conversation. Mike Weir joined us the week of what was supposed to be uh, the 2020 Masters Tournament. Of course, he's a winner back in 2003. Kenny Perry, love that guy. One of my favorite all-time people that I've met in the 20-plus years of doing Real Golf Radio. We had a fun, entertaining conversation and brought up the 2009 Masters, and uh, that was not an easy conversation, but a good one with Kenny Perry. Tony Finau joined us a few weeks ago as well to keep us up to speed on what he's doing during this off time, and Tom Lehman as well with some great look-back memories. So we've had a chance to catch up with some of our favorites in the game, and we want to replay that for you. So if you've missed the show, if you're new to the program, this is a good opportunity to hear 
what the show's all about, what we like to do, the con- kind of content that we bring to you, and so forth. So uh, that's straight ahead on this best of Memorial Day weekend edition of Real Golf Radio. A reminder, you can follow us on Twitter, share your Memorial Day experiences, your golf experiences, join the conversation uh, as well. At Real Golf is our Twitter handle. Just give us a follow there. We'd love to have you on board. And, of course, you can download and uh, listen to Real Golf Radio wherever your favorite podcast uh, site is. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, you're going to hear a cut from Phil. You're going to hear from Troy Merritt as our Best of Edition continues. We're kicking it off next right here on Real Golf Radio. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. But what do you do with your rod? Break it down, hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, low ready to fish find your river quiver at riversmith.com to be the number one irons in golf for five consecutive years and counting callaway can't stop pushing the limits that's why they've used artificial intelligence to create the new maverick irons ai has uniquely engineered a flash face cup in every maverick iron to maximize distance throughout your entire set while each club's center of gravity is precisely positioned to optimize launch new distance is out there it takes a maverick to find it get new distance at callawaygolf.com callaway the number one irons in golf how did we create our most advanced tour ball ever we invested and built one of the most advanced golf ball facilities in the world inside and out We've re-engineered every aspect of ChromeSoft to create our fastest, highest quality, and most consistent tour ball ever. A new era of innovation has built a ball for total performance. The new ChromeSoft. This ball changes everything. From the brand that sells over 2 million backpacks per year, OGO's new Fuse Stand Bag will have you feeling as fresh on the 17th hole as you did on the 2nd. Integrating industry-leading strap technology, OGO's Fuse Stand Bag is the perfect companion for the walking golfer. With wide and dense padding and the self-leveling fit disc technology, the Fuse delivers unparalleled walkability. This season, make sure your stand bag is as light as Fuse. Learn more about the best bags in golf at OGO.com golf. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember now back to real golf radio with brian and bob 
Welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Happy Memorial Day weekend, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us on this best of edition. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Coming up tomorrow... On Sunday, on TNT, 3 Eastern, noon Pacific, it's the match. And Callaway Golf is an official partner. They're going to be making a really cool announcement that 10% of all Maverick clubs sold through Dick Sporting Goods and Golf Galaxy will go to 10% of all those sales will go to the COVID-19 relief fund. Fantastic. Tremendous work. Well done, Callaway Golf, on that one. And, of course, Phil Mickelson will be participating alongside Tom Brady against Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning and Phil joined the Callaway podcast to share some of his thoughts going into tomorrow's match. So this is an exciting thing for us to use our platform to help those in need, to help those that are uh, on the front line, that are that are our medical uh, practitioners that are helping us, healthcare practitioners taking care of uh, so many people in need, but also the other people affected, small businesses and such. Uh, there are a lot of people are, that are being affected by this, and it's such a um, a good feeling to be able to use our platform to help others and raise millions of dollars for those in need and to to be a part of this and play with such great champions like tiger greatest player of all time and the the tom brady and peyton manning too the best at at what they do it's a real a real pleasure to be able to have this opportunity to do that have fun doing it and hopefully entertain those watching also have some things uh that we're playing for in addition to money that we might even care about more so than that All right, that was Phil Mickelson from the Callaway Podcast. Be sure to download that wherever your favorite podcast is held. And now, here's more of the best of Real Golf Radio. One of the things that's been nice, a little bit of a distraction, is the dance. We'll be able to see some some of that documentary series about Michael Jordan and the 97-98 Bulls. And and then, of course, the NBA had their horse game that they put in. And Mike Conley won that, of course, currently playing for the Utah Jazz, longtime Memphis Grizzly. And, uh, you know, the PGA Tour and Troy Merritt got a chance to say, hey, wait a minute, if you're the horse champion for the NBA, we got a guy that beat you in a game of horse. And, and the of champion's course, champion. Yeah, that, that, and so Troy got a little bit of run out of that, so I thought it might be fun to bring him on. He joins us right now. Hey, Troy, how are you, man? Hey, guys, I appreciate you having me on. I am uh, currently hand-free in the car, so I apologize if my reception isn't the best at times, but uh, good to be back. Yeah, it's good to have you. So you, you must have enjoyed that a little bit, seeing that uh, you got to run some smack at Conley after winning the uh, horse, the NBA horse <laughs> game. I, uh, I don't really have the, uh, the ego to go ahead and just post that out there. Yeah, the tour actually brought that to me and said, hey, do you want to, uh, to run this? And I said, I, yeah, sure, I guess we can have some fun with it. But, uh, yeah, it, it brought back some fun memories being able to hang out with Mike all day playing golf and then shoot some hoops uh, with him and, and give him a little bit of a lesson. <laughs> I love that. You're not so bad. I gave you a lesson. I schooled you a little bit. Uh, yeah, you, you taught me how not to do it. That's why you weren't allowed to shoot. <laughs> That's awesome. That's funny. So, I mean, you, you kind of rolled him on that. I've seen I've, that video has been around. What was that? Maybe two or three years ago, but you, I, did you miss a shot? I'm not sure you missed a shot. That, uh, that video I believe was 2000 and either 14 or 15. Oh, wow. I think, I think it was 15. Uh, he did get two letters on me. You know, that's kind of like the highlight of, uh, of the game we had. I missed a couple shots, but I don't know if you could put them on two hands how many I missed that day. <laughs> right in his front yard on his own outdoor hoop. That's even better. Yeah, you know, I think 
was sitting up about eight, eight and a half feet. He had never shot on it before. He keeps it that low for the neighbor kids. So, you know, there's a lot of people on social media that said, oh, well, it doesn't count. It's only on like an eight-foot hoop. Well, that's part of course, part of the trick shot. It's just something out of the ordinary. Absolutely. That's different yeah. than a 10-foot hoop. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, so, so what brought you guys together? How did that all happen? Uh, it was, uh, uh, TV was kind of getting involved in the tour at the time and they had brought an idea to my agent, Peter Webb, about maybe, uh, playing uh, a golf round with Mike Conley, who lived right there on the golf course and then doing like another segment of, uh, me playing, you know, basketball. You got the basketball player doing the golf thing and then you got the golf, uh, the golfer doing the basketball thing. I don't know how they had heard, you know, that I could uh, shoot the basketball a little bit, but that word got out, and yeah, Mike thought it was a, a fun idea. I just, I don't think that he was expecting the uh, the results uh, from both uh, from both contests. <laughs> well, he thought he was going to beat you on the course too. Uh, I think he was about a two handicap. Uh, I think he plays a lot of golf, and uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, when we play it, when courses are set up like. Uh, in PJ Tour conditions, those one-two handicaps quickly become ten to fifteen, and that's for everywhere we play. It wasn't just that day, but uh, no, he when he hits it, he hits it really well. But uh, yeah, just you know, PJ Tour conditions, you know, the, your average amateur golfer isn't used to those setups. So I give him a pass on that. Um, on the basketball court, off to give him a little bit of pass. He was just uh, coming off uh, that injury the season before, so he was still kind of getting back to it. Uh, and being ambidextrous, you know, shooting with both hands, he could have been able to use that a little bit more to his advantage. But he's just, you know, he was a little rusty, and I got him on a good day. <laughs> I saw Gary Woodland on Faraday not too long ago, and they talked about their their all NBA, their all PGA Tour basketball teams. And I, I didn't see you getting any love on there. They went with all the big guys like Tony Finau, Dustin Johnson, a lot of those guys, you know. But uh, have you ever have you ever uh, have you ever got together with any of the guys on tour? Do you guys ever get together and shoot hoops? Uh, I have not been invited. I think you have to be uh, a little better off and better uh, position on the PGA Tour to get those kind of invites. I just kind of I do the bottom feed thing, as, as we all know very well. Um, but, no, I haven't shot around with, really with anybody on the tour. Not saying that I would never, you know, want to do it. I had a good talk with uh, Tony, actually, after uh, uh, Gary's comments. We kind of got talking a little bit, and, I don't know if I put the bug in his ear or not, but I saw Tony was on Colt Notes and uh, Drew Stoltz's uh, radio show, and he gave me a little love there, and, and Zach Johnson had given me a little love, I think, the week before. So I made a couple teams. I didn't make Gary's team, but, you know, I don't really feel like running up and down the floor right now anyway. <laughs> so what are you doing right now? What are you doing to, to stay sharp? Uh, I'm playing it a few times a week. You know, we still have our course open up here in, uh, in Boise, uh, we have all the social distancing measures in place, uh, which has been actually really quite nice. So leaving the pin in, uh, preferred lies in the bunkers so you don't have breaks. You don't have to touch anybody. There's no shaking hands. Uh, you know, you just yell at each other, which is fine. We do that anyway. Uh, you get your own cart or you can walk. Uh, so it's been quite nice. So I play, you know, two, three times a week with my friends. Um, and it's, it's just a fun. The boys, my boys want to get out and play. So we'll go play the par three a few times a week when they're done for school and when they don't want to go fishing. So uh, we've just been kind of spending time with family and a little bit of golf sprinkled in here and there. 
Hey, Troy, do you have a, a what would you put your money on in this Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods with Peyton Manning and, and Tom Brady match that's been announced? Uh, I'd put my money on that there will be a lot of people watching it. <laughs> Can you buy some stock in that? <laughs> I don't uh... I don't think I could afford stock in that. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's gonna be pretty good. I mean, both. I mean, obviously, both quarterbacks they can play a bit of golf. I've seen them both at the ATC Pebble Beach Pro. I mean, and they hit a decent ball. So uh, I think they're pretty well matched. And obviously, Tiger Phil is is a pretty good match as well. Um, I think we just see a lot of smack talk. Uh, hopefully, uh, shaking of hands at the end if that's allowed by that time. And uh, just uh, just good TV, hopefully. Yeah. Wow. Well, so of of all the guys that you've had a chance to play, we talk about Conley. You talk about seeing the the quarterbacks play. Who who have, who's impressed you the most, celebrity wise, that you've been around either in pro ams or just seen that uh, that can really play the game. Uh, uh, Colt Ford is a, is a pretty good player, uh, country musician. Uh, he, he he can hit the ball nicely. He's a great golfer. Uh, I think one of the most consistent scratch players that I played with was Alfonso Ribeiro, uh, Carlton from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uh, he was probably the most impressive from a consistent standpoint where he actually strung together, you know, a good 14, 15, 16 holes, whereas you know, maybe some of the others might have had a few tough holes. Uh, the one guy that hit it, if he connects on it correctly, was Larry Fitzgerald. I got to play with him at Pebble this year, and just a massive guy, very strong, hit iron almost off every tee, hit one driver for the week. He was on 13 at Pebble into the wind, and it went like 330. <laughs> so he, he was pretty impressive from a uh, from a, uh, a distance standpoint when he was able to hit drivers. It's the best of Real Golf Radio. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools? They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state of the art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. 
This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Tee it up at Uinta Golf with their Memorial Day sale happening May 22nd through the 25th. All Nike golf shoes are 25% off. Score an epic deal on Callaway's Epic Flash Driver, now only $349. Save big with the G400 Driver, now only $249. Remember, the more you buy, the more you save and receive up to 25% off all apparel. Uinta Golf Memorial Day sale happening May 22nd and May 25th. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. Serving golfers since 1970. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, happy Memorial Day weekend. Thank you for spending some time with us and hope you're enjoying this best of. You just heard from Troy Merritt. Up next, our conversation with Andy North. And it's brought to you in part by Callaway Golf, who is a proud sponsor of the match. Champions for Charity tomorrow at 3 o'clock Eastern, noon Pacific on TNT, where they will be announcing that 10% of all of their Maverick Club sales at Dick's Sporting Goods and Golf Galaxy will be donated to the COVID-19 relief. Just fantastic work. And you can check it out at CallawayGolf.com. Here's our conversation with Andy North. Well, everybody's really excited. Uh, the, the sports fans slash golf fans of Wisconsin have really supported the big events that have come to the state. And uh, they sold out the Ryder Cup in like under 30 minutes or something. It was some crazy, crazy deal. Um, there's a lot of people up here that, that were really upset that they went on however you do it um, at the time you're supposed to do it, and they couldn't get them. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, obviously there's, you don't know what's going to happen. Um, you know, there's been a lot of talk of late that maybe you play the Ryder Cup without people. I think that would be just a total uh, waste of time. Um, the, whole, the whole Ryder Cup is about the – the event as a whole and the ambiance sure. and the excitement with the people and all the other things that go with it. I just can't imagine a Ryder cup with nobody there. You know, that the golf course there at whistling straits has had a few PGA championships. Um, do you like that golf course for a Ryder cup venue? Um, you know, the risk reward, those things that you can do as far as um, making lots of birdies and Eagles and that kind of thing. Well, I think the thing that's really interesting about Whistling Straits is that it's basically a forced carry golf course. Um, it looks lengthy, but you can't play it lengthy uh, the way it was built. Um, and 
the big thing there is if you get whistling straights on a day with no wind, you can really do some good there. You can make some birdies. And, uh, if, you know, if you drive the ball in the fairway, you can really make a bunch of birdies. But then the next day, the wind can blow 20 miles an hour off the lake, and it's really hard. And then the next day, it might blow 20 miles an hour from the west, and it's really hard. So the whole key there is the weather and the fact that we're playing there or hopefully playing there at the end of September. You could get literally anything. Um, it could be 75 every day or it could be 45 with the wind blowing 20. So it, it could it could be wild. It could be absolutely wild. Yeah. I, I remember when we were there for some PGA championships, It's uh, there's, you got to be careful just walking around that place. You can turn an ankle pretty quickly. So it, it's a... Uh, <laughs> It's quite the course for sure. Hey, uh, Andy, let's let's take a moment here and, and talk about something that's kind of personal with you. And uh, I really appreciate you coming on to talk about this. But, uh, you know, you are a survivor of prostate cancer and you and Matt Kuchar and uh, and and I'm trying to think who else was involved. uh put together a PSA. You guys are really doing some good work with uh, with the Prostate Cancer Foundation. Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, thank you. Um, you know, J.B. Holmes was the third person that uh, was involved in this PSA. Uh, I've had it, had it. J.B. Holmes' dad has had it. And Matt was our young guy that, you know, was just talking about it. And I, it was all about awareness and getting people to do something that's really simple, and that's to go get your blood taken and do a PSA. Um, you know, that's, it's the simplest cancer to stay on top of. Uh, and, and if detected early, you know, most people live healthy lives. Uh, so I think it's really important that you do the PSA. We just thought it'd be a, uh, when, the, when the Prostate Cancer Foundation started talking about doing this, uh, I, shoot, I'd, I'd love to do it with you. And it, it worked out great. And Matt and JB were great to work with. And I think it turned out pretty well. So, you know, hopefully do some good. And if, if it helps one person, awesome. If it helps yeah. 100,000, that's even better. Yeah, no doubt about it. You talked about early detection and doing the PSA. Uh, what about some things as far as prevention are concerned? Well, I think, you know, I think it's it's basically lifestyles for, for all of us with every disease. You know, if you get some exercise, get some sleep, try to eat half decent, you know, just be smart about the things you do in your life. Obviously, those you're going to have less a chance to, to get something that's severe. Um and then just staying on top of the test, you know, there's, it's, there's so many cancers that you have no idea, um, you know, that you even have it until it's too late. This is one of them that, you know, as your PSA changes, you go in and get some tests and you can find out right away. And, and uh, that's why you've got a chance to beat it. Andy North joining us here on Real Golf Radio. And if you want to check out the website for the Prostate Cancer Foundation, it's pcf.org. So go to pcf.org. More information. There's some suggestions, recommendations. And then, of course, if you see the commercial, it's out on YouTube. We've been playing the audio right here on Real Golf Radio. When it was presented to us, Andy, we, we loved it. We loved the when, when, when you all get together and you have the ability to, to influence change or influence action for good using your platforms as well-known individuals, uh, especially in our sport that we love so much. I, I think it's great. We have availability. We put it out on our inventory. So that's running on our show. And uh, we just, we appreciate what you're doing in that behalf. Well, I really appreciate that you guys have bought into it and you're doing your part. Uh, you know, it's, it's, 
it was fun to do the deal. It wasn't that big a deal to do it. And again, if it, if it helps some people and, you know, for so many years, I think when, when Arnold got prostate cancer and went public with it, I think that was a real positive that did a lot of good. You know, so many years people don't want to talk about stuff and, and just to get it out there and get, make people aware and, and the more knowledge you have, usually the better off you are and, and you can go ahead and, and make some good decisions and, and make sure that you don't have any real problems with it. Um, great, great stuff, Andy. Um, tell us a little bit about your thoughts on the game today. Um, players, I know we're not playing a lot of golf right now. Yeah. Uh, do you, do you think we're going to get, we're going to get going back in June? Um, or, well, uh, think, or what do you think is going to transpire? Well, I think what the tour's done is at least they've made an effort to try to figure a way how to start. Uh, you know, in two weeks, they might have to push it back or they might have to cancel some more terms. You don't know, but at least they've got some kind of a plan. Unfortunately, you know, some other states or regions don't have plans. Um, and I think at least the, the tour is trying to, to get started back. Um, to play four tournaments without any people there, I think is, is, is a reasonable idea um, to test every player and caddy and person who is there. I think that's a great idea. Uh, you know, and just, just be smart about it. I mean, it's, if, if everybody playing there is tested negative and you stay away from people the rest of the week, it, you know, I don't see any reason why you can't, you can't do it. And, and the fact that you're outside, it's going to be warm, that helps. Um, and you know, you're not touching you, you only your clubs, you're touching only your golf ball. Um, you know, I think all those things that make sense where in basketball, you're sharing a ball. There's, there's at the end of the day, there's 20, 22 guys that share this ball. And if one of the players has it, you know, now you got probably 18 or 20 that might have it. So I think we're lucky that the sport we play uh, it gives us maybe an opportunity to get started a little bit earlier. I love that. Don't you think it's a real, and it's that opportunity you mentioned is for golf kind of to lead out and uh, sports so often is that we, we talk about a distraction or a diversion from our everyday life. Well, if there was ever a diversion that was needed, I think we've realized during this drought or during this time when everything has been quarantined and shut down in professional sports, how important of a role it plays in our lives, in our, in our recreational, uh, habits and, and viewing t- television and, and all of those things. It, it's a major driver, not only, uh, for business, but also for our own sort of personal well-being. Well, you look at the ratings for the draft, they were off the charts. The, the Jordan uh, last dance that's on every Sunday night now for the next three Sundays, uh, the ratings for that are off the charts. Uh, so, you know, I think people are just starved to, to watch something. Yeah. And, and it, would, it would be really cool if golf could kind of lead the way out because, you know, some of the team sports, you have no idea if they're ever going to be able to get back and practice and then get after it and, you know, you start thinking, well, are, are camps really going to open up August 1st or, you know, toward the end of July? You, you know, we, right now we don't have any idea. In two weeks, yeah. it might be sure. Or in two weeks, it might be no chance. You know, so I think that those are the hard things for at least the tours making an effort to try to come up with a game plan and, and go that direction. What, do you, what are some of the things you're looking forward to seeing as far as the players and, and, uh, you know, going through this condensed schedule all the way through the end of the year. What are you, what are you looking forward to well, seeing think, happen during that time? 
I think that's going to be the thing that's going to, I mean, the players last year struggled a little bit with the new schedule. How many times do I play in between the masters and the PGA or there's tournaments in there that I like to play that now I can't play one of them. So there was a lot of that talk last year. I can't imagine how they're going to handle this stretch of nothing but majors and in FedEx and world golf championship events for basically 11 or 12 straight weeks uh, this fall. I, I don't, I don't know how they're going to do it. Uh, it will be interesting. You start looking at if, if the schedule goes as it is right now from August 1st of this year till August 1st of next year, we'll have seven majors, uh, FedEx, two FedEx cups, a Ryder Cup, whatever. There's a the Olympics. Third, I mean, like, uh, the Olympics. Yeah, I, I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> Seriously, this it's going to be. There'll be some guys that get to August next year and go like, "What are we doing? You know, let me let me let me out of this for a bit." And that's I'm tired. You know, that sounds that sounds silly. People listening, oh yeah, you're just playing golf, but to go out and play under tournament conditions, under pressure, in the heat of the summer. And, and try to play a ton of weeks in a row is, is really not only physically challenging, but mentally it's probably even more challenging. Andy North joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Uh, you, you have to think with Brooks Kepka having the run he had over a similar period of months, uh, someone that can catch that kind of fire in this can really set, I mean, you could have a Hall of Fame career by, in, in the matter of uh, 14 months. That's exactly right. If you can go through one of those stretches that, you know, let's say you putt the ball like Jordan did in 15. Mm. Um, you know, a guy could win two or three major championships or the way Brooks played or you get in one of those Tiger runs. Uh, I, you know, it's, it's one of those things that the guys are going to try to figure out how to be best prepared to play in those majors, but it's going to be hard because there's so many other, so much other stuff that's crammed in there that, you know, personally, I'd probably have to skip you know, FedEx Cup events or something. If you're trying, if you're really trying to get ready for the U.S. Open two weeks later, um, you know, so it's going to be really interesting how guys handle this. Uh, it's going to be a new experience for most of them. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, Andy, we got just a couple minutes left, and uh, we appreciate you sharing some of your thoughts on on the game today. One of the things we've enjoyed during this time when the when the tour's been shut down is to talk really more individually with with, with the people, our guests. Uh, when we look back at your career, and you've been on ESPN for a long time, as we mentioned, since 1993. You won two U.S. Opens at Cherry Hills in 78 and Oakland Hills in 85. Played on a Ryder Cup team. When you look back, and by the way, you teamed with Tom Watson to win a whole bunch of fun events when you look back on it what what do you what stands out to you what do you cherish the most as you look back at your golf career both playing and broadcasting well I think I think I was really really fortunate um to play in an era that I'm not so sure we're ever going to have again that I was able to play with Byron Nelson Sam Snead uh, Gene Sarazen, Bobby Locke, uh, all the way through Tiger and Phil. You know, I don't think there'll ever be a time where you, you're able to play in, you know, if you're looking at the top 10 or 12 players who ever played the game, Hogan's the only guy I never got a chance to play with. 
And the number of rounds I got to play with Jack and with Arnold and with Trevino and with, with your dad, you know, those are, those are guys that were, you know, amazing players. I mean, Billy doesn't get anywhere near the credit that he deserves. He's one of the top 10 greatest players that's ever played. The guy who won 50 tournaments and they're, there are people today that don't need, you know, how many did he win and give a, a, well, he won six or eight times. I don't know how many times he won. I mean, he was amazing. And I was fortunate enough to get a chance to play with him when he was still really good. Uh, you know, that's fun. I mean, so you think about the length of the career and length of the opportunity you had to play golf. You know, that was pretty cool. It's the best of Real Golf Radio. Love what you've been seeing from Quater by Travis Matthew? Then you'll love the new additions to their golf footwear line, the Ringer and the Wild Card. Whether you're looking to just show up and swing or if you're looking for something that'll make you look like you know what you're doing, even if your game says otherwise, Quater's new premium performance golf shoes have something for everyone. First-time customers will receive 15% off their purchase when they visit Quater.com. That's 15% off your first Quater purchase when you visit www.Quater.com. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Okay, let's face it. If you're not lined up correctly, the odds of you making anything are next to nothing. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. The distinct triple track alignment lines that you've seen on Callaway golf balls, they're now featured on the new triple track putters from Odyssey. It's shocking how much easier it is to line up your putts. Wow. Triple track technology utilizes a principle called, you ready for this, vernier hyperacuity. What? To improve your alignment and your putting accuracy. That's that same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. Hey, now that's reliable and accurate. And once you're lined up, you can focus on making a great stroke. Just like Bob always does, which is even easier since every triple track putter has a multi-material consistency enhancing stroke lab shaft that's been winning major championships and dominating at tour events around the world. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Callaway knows you can't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. It takes unconventional thinking to create something transformative, and that's what Callaway did with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created Callaway's fastest, most forgiving driver possible. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore Maverick drivers at CallawayGolf.com. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today.
When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, thanks for joining us here on a special Memorial Day weekend edition, a best of edition of Real Golf Radio. Troy Merritt, Andy North previously, and here's our conversation with 2003 Masters champion Mike Weir on the week that would have been the Masters tournament. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's real all the way around. I guess, you know, just seeing, the, seeing some of the things and messages a bunch of my friends have posted and sent pictures of uh, our Tuesday night dinner at the house after the champions dinner and seeing all these pictures and a bunch, bunch of my friends wore uh, lots of green yesterday. And um, so, yeah, it kind of hits home when uh, you realize that, you know, this week at least not canceled, it's postponed. And, but yeah, we, uh, we missed being there this week for sure. So they moved it and, and said that they're going to play the week of the ninth through the, what the 12th, something like that. 14th of November. Mm -hmm. Uh, Have you ever played the golf course at that time of year? I've never been, uh, Bob. I've never been in the fall to play a thousand round or anything. You know, I typically uh, go there and, you know, when I'm in Florida or something sometime in February and make a trip up there once or twice to uh, see the course and see how it is kind of leading into the masters. And I've never been in the fall, but, um, you know, they have, they have everything that you can imagine there to, to get the golf course ready and make it great. And, um, I was talking to uh, some friends yesterday. I was thinking, you know, possibly if it's a warm summer and, um, you know, things go well, they can play it really, really firm, which would be great. It hasn't played super firm in a number of years, so that'd be kind of cool to play it, see it play really firm again. Mike, what do you think would be the biggest difference in course conditions? I mean, obviously the variable in firmness, but uh, do you foresee any difference with the, you know, the, the time that the overseed has to take or, or any of those, those kind of factors? Um, you know, I, I'm not great at knowing about agronomy, but I was reading what uh, I think Ben Crenshaw had something posted that uh, he suspects that uh, they can, you know, with that rye and Bermuda that they do have there, that they can, uh, you know, that's why they have it for the for the hot summers. And um, I think it'll still, you know, the great uh, turf quality. I think, you know, they'll be able to make it, uh, you know, just as we imagine it, minus the azaleas. I bought an azalea plant just just for that very reason. So it's sitting here in my office. Uh, I had to get my azalea fixed somehow. Uh, so I guess to that point, have you have you mentioned your your buddies dressing up in a bunch of green? But have you done anything to fun uh, to commemorate or get your masters fixed this week? I really haven't. Uh, I guess for me, uh, I've got a bunch of masters cups. I'm drinking out of uh, you know drinking out of my masters cups this week, and uh, that's. That's basically about it. Um, you know, outside of that, no, I haven't, you know, uh, I haven't done much golfing, haven't done much. Um, hoping to be able to get out a little bit and, and maybe play a few holes now that the weather's getting good and, 
So hopefully, uh, but yeah, as far as master stuff goes, yeah, I haven't done much at all. So Mike, uh, this year's masters is, uh, the, the 50th anniversary of when my dad won in 1970, you're kind of pushing close oh, to wow. 20 years. Um, mm. what, what are you, what are some of the memories you have of my dad there at the masters, whether it's champions dinner or out on the course or anything? I think the biggest thing, Bob, and, and congrats, yeah, the 50 years, that's quite a milestone. I mean, that's something to really celebrate. And, you know, my memory of your dad there was um, being in the locker room, you know, just being around after a round and sitting with him, having lunch with him, chatting with him about uh, my game, his game, you know, just kind of uh, learning from him. You know, my old college golf coach, as, as you guys know, uh, remember Carl Tucker, he always said, you know, be around the great players, listen to the great players, uh, pick their brain. And uh, your dad was was one of those guys that whenever I had a chance, and Augusta was one of the only chances I had to be around him, um, I just cherished those lunches and, and intimate talks we had about whether that was a small little detail on putting or, you know, just sharing stuff about family. Um, that's what I really remember most is just uh, how engaging he was and how welcoming he was. Hey, come on, Mike, sit down. You know, my first time when I was there and, and just uh, making me feel comfortable in that champion's locker room. As it was a little intimidating when you go in there, <laughs> you know, it was the first time with, with all the guys, and he made me feel really comfortable. That's awesome. 2003 Masters champion Mike Weir joining us here on Real Golf Radio. All right, how about a little rapid-fire uh, Masters okay. version? Uh, favorite Masters memory, not including your win? Uh, 86, Nicholas. All right, there you go. Best champion's dinner menu? I think mine. <laughs> the elk, <did. laughs> the elk huh? Yeah, my friend Alistair, the chef, put it together. It was, uh, you know, it was awesome. Adam Scott was great, too, but uh, I'm going to give it to my friend Alistair, who was the chef that night. Okay, favorite master sandwich? Uh, Just their uh, their chicken sandwich. Not the, I'm I'm not going pimento, just their their chicken salad sandwich. Yeah, there you go, Cam. That's a good one. Uh, Favorite hole at Augusta? 13. I'd say 13 is my favorite hole. I'm with you on that one. Best <laughs> Brian just Brian's raising his hands above his head. Yeah, right that's now. my favorite hole. I love it. It's the best, the best looking green out there. It's just so cool. Uh, best shot you've ever hit at Augusta. Best shot I've hit at Augusta. Um, oh boy. Let's see. That's uh, got to be the pot on, on the 72nd yeah, hole. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I'm trying to take a step All right. Something really cool, but that, that's it. My hands start sweating just thinking about that putt, Mike. <laughs> it's funny. Um, have Canada, you ever had a hole-in-one on the par three? I've had two. Um, I've had two. I had one on um, playing with Jack Nichols on the second hole uh, years ago, and I had one uh, two or three years ago. Maybe three years ago with uh, my girlfriend Michelle was getting on the fourth hole. Nice. Nice. Sorry, yeah. we, we cut you off there. You were going to share something about that putt and your hand sweating. Oh, I was, I was going to say up in uh, in Canada, the sports network called PSN is our equivalent to ESPN. And I, apparently on Monday night, they showed uh, the final round of 2003. I was getting all kinds of calls and texts from my buddies. So nervous watching <laughs> on, on 18 and, 
you know, on the back nine, I was, my phone was just kind of blowing up. It was kind of funny. It was, we were, especially those of us rooting for you, Mike, we were nervous. It was, and I've, I've, we've told this story and you've done a great job sharing it on our show, but you just, you never broke your, your, your routine at all. I, I mean, that putt came up scary short and, and then you just, you didn't even think about it. You just went through the routine and knocked it in. And I mean, it was so quiet. Uh, you could have, you, I mean, I could hardly breathe. It was so quiet and you just poured it in there. That was awesome. Yeah, it was, it was cool. I wish you, you wish you could bottle that feeling of uh, of calmness. It doesn't happen often, but um, you know, I was glad it. I was glad I felt that way on that night. <laughs> There's been plenty of other times where I've had to make cuts and wasn't so calm. So that was uh, a good time to to have that come over me. All right. So what? How about toughest shot at Augusta? One that you just think about before you even get there. Oh boy, there's there's so many. I. <laughs> Tee shot on four, the par three is really difficult. Um, the second shot in five, um, 14 now is, is a difficult shot um, because it's just how they've lowered the tee. And um, I guess I've, I've gotten a little shorter over the years. You know, that, that you can't see the green and you're hitting the shot. And, you know, you could, you could end up a yard short and it rolls back off the front. And then that pitch from the front's about as hard as you can have as a chip. So I'm not doing a great job of answering it, but I guess if I had to pick one, it might be the tee shot on um, four, the par three, because the wind swirls around there so much. And, uh, you know, picking a club from that far back from 240 yards, it looks good in the air. And if, you, if the wind switches, you can airmail into those uh, into that bamboo right behind the green. Done it. <laughs> <laughs> You're bad, that so, before. Or, or come up short of the bunker. It looks good in the air. And yeah. 25 yards short, you, you kind of look foolish. <laughs> so uh, w- what do you think the toughest putt is there, or what's been your toughest putt there at Augusta? Other than the one you just mentioned, of course. Yeah, other than yeah. that one. Toughest putt? Um, boy, I think I think putting, any putting inside of, of eight feet um, is any of those putts are just so critical. Um because you have to have the you have to match the speed and line so perfectly, otherwise the putt won't go in. It'll, it'll catch the lip and, and won't go in. Um, but the the toughest like long putt that you can have probably I mean number two you get on number two on the front of the green the pin way in the back left or way in the back right. Uh, way in the back right you can use the funnel a little bit, but way in the back left if you happen to reach the green and in two and get on the front of the green to the back left pin you're going through two different. Uh, little swales and the, and the ball being pushed a couple different directions. It's the best of Real Golf Radio. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. 
We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. It's brought to you by Callaway Golf, who is a proud sponsor of the Match Champions for Charity. Tiger and Manning, Phil and Brady, 3 o'clock Eastern on TNT, coming up on Sunday tomorrow. Be sure to tune in and check that one out. And uh, the Callaway podcast featured Phil Mickelson this week, and you probably tune in and listen to that on a regular basis. If not, you ought to. And here is uh, Phil Mickelson from that podcast comparing the first match with Tiger to what he expects here in the second round. So I love the fact that I won. Uh, that was a that was a great memory. I remember I thought I was going to win two and one on 17 when Tiger chipped in from off the green, and I ended up missing a 15-foot putt that I thought I was going to make for birdie. We ended up going extra holes, and, and I was uh, fortunate enough to win. As I look back on that match, we clammed up. We tightened up. We didn't talk very much the back nine because we were playing for $9 million, and you're naturally going to get a little tighter. And I think this match is going to be more entertaining and more fun because we have partners, which we can talk through each other's shots. 
and we have great smack talkers in Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, as well as Tiger, but we have more interaction, and we won't need the commentators to fill a lot of the dead time because we'll be talking through a lot of it. We'll be talking through our shots, talking about strategy and so forth, but also interacting more with each other, and I think having the, the non-golfers, of, you know, professional golfers, I should say, because they're really good, Peyton and Tom, having them a part of this should have more of an entertainment value too. All right, there you go, Phil Mickelson. Uh, certainly always entertaining and some great things to say. Coming up on the back nine, our conversation with Kenny Perry, Tony Finau, and Tom Lehman as the best of edition of Real Golf Radio Memorial Day weekend style continues next right here on Real Golf Radio. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. As we head into Memorial Day weekend, President Trump welcoming veterans to the White House. Together, our nation pays a mortal tribute to the extraordinary courage, unflinching loyalty, and unselfish love and supreme devotion of the American heroes who made the ultimate sacrifice, and that's what you're here for. It's the ultimate sacrifice, and it is indeed. President Trump's campaign is decrying former Vice President Joe Biden's comments that those struggling to choose on whether to vote for him or the Republican president are not black. Biden making his comments on a radio program called The Breakfast Club. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Senior advisor to the former Vice President Simone Sanders says the Vice President's comments were made in jest. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Hi, this is Wayne Allen Root. Our world has changed. When you venture out of your home, sadly, face coverings are the new normal. But the kind you use really matters because they don't all offer the same protection. And we all want the best protection from dangerous particles and bacteria. A highly recommended consumer covering is the Boomer Natural 30-Day 30-Use Protective Face Cover in sizes for adults and children. Made with three cloth layers infused with nanosilver technology, it can reduce particles getting to your nose and mouth. Many studies show how effective nanosilver technology is when used in face coverings. It's also comfortable, easy to breathe, easy to speak with. It's made for long wear, breathable protection, even for those with sensitive skin. These face covers can also be used up to 30 days, just hand wash with soap and water at the end of each day of use. Boomer makes these very affordable at less than 30 cents per day. Stock up for the whole family now at BoomerNaturals.com. That's BoomerNaturals.com. Use code WARRADIO20 at checkout and save 20%. BoomerNaturals.com. Use code WARRADIO20. The White House is changing the COVID-19 restrictions on churches. USA Radio Network's John Hunt has the details. President Donald Trump said that his administration will release guidelines for reopening places of worship this weekend after they were delayed by a disagreement with the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention over what the recommendation should entail. Trump said he told the CDC to put out the guidelines, which have been revised by the White House officials in recent days to make them less stringent than the ones the agency initially recommended. According to senior administration officials, the guidelines for places of worship that have been cleared by the White House Counsel's Office include recommendations such as wearing gloves while distributing Holy Communion, social distancing, and holding virtual service as a last resort. The University of Delaware says it will not disclose records related to Tara Reid's allegation of sexual assault against former Vice President Joe Biden. The public record requests were sent and denied last month. You're listening to USA Radio News. 
At the American Veterinary Medical Association annual convention in Washington, D.C., I spoke with Dr. John Howe, AVMA president, about One Health. One Health is really a collaboration between physicians and veterinarians or public health officials. For example, in Minnesota, our state public health veterinarian deals with zoonotic diseases, rabies, for example. Animals are sentinels for humans, and humans are sentinels for some infections in animals. There's more valuable information at avma.org. As virtual graduations for high schools and colleges across the country continue to happen, many seniors are wondering what their life will have in store for them. NFL star Ben Watson joins Fox News and has a message for everyone graduating high school and college. Their character is forged in conflict. Character is forged in conflict. In football, we go through training camp, we have injuries, all those sorts of things. But you don't understand your true character until you have some sort of test. This test for this class, when they look back at it in the future, I think it's going to forge a lot of great character for them. They're going to be able to fight through different things. They're going to be able to excel through any sort of adversity. And I think they're going to have some certain bond together. So the number one thing is that character is formed through conflict. The second thing I want them to remember is that as they move forward, their failure doesn't define them. Failure does not define them. I'm a perfectionist like many of us are. When I do something wrong, when I fail at something, I feel like it's an indication of my self-worth. They need to understand that whether they succeed in life at, at whatever obstacle they have, whether they fail at life, it doesn't define your worth. Your worth is defined by the fact that you are a creation of God. That's what defines your worth. So when you allow yourself the freedom to fail, you will excel to new heights. Preparation is key. When we play on Sundays, you see the manifestation of a bunch of work. But there's so much that goes on behind the scenes. Don't forget that they need to prepare for whatever task at hand. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch, it starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady, stripe it down the middle, make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper, and that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. 
Hey, welcome in. It's hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio, a special Memorial Day best of edition of the show. Thanks for joining us. I'm Brian Taylor, Bob Casper uh, with us as well. We appreciate you tuning in. RealGolfRadio.com is the website. At Real Golf is the Twitter handle. Love to have you follow us there and join the conversation. Share some of your thoughts with us as well. Instagram and Facebook, just uh, type in at Real Golf Radio and you will find us. And you can podcast the show as well on any of your favorite podcaster sites, either under golf radio or real golf radio we're having some fun a best of troy Merritt, andy north mike weir all in hour number one still to come here on the back nine hour number two of the show our conversation with kenny perry this is people ask me some of my favorite people that i've ever met kenny perry ranks right up there well quite frankly all of the guys on this on this list are are right up there as well i love all these guys but kenny perry has just a genuine sense about him that is just hard not to like. And his golf swing is unique. I find I love watching his rhythm, that slow takeaway, loaded up and kind of rock, sort of rocks back on his heels and then loads into it and just fires away. I mean, the guy is he's 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 smooth, uh, he's hilarious, and we had a great conversation. We even brought up the near masters win and he sh- again shared some some more comments with us about that day and oh it's 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 hard to listen to in a lot of ways but very insightful in others and kenny just a genuine great guy so you hear from kenny perry tony fina who's again one of the great bright stars of today super friend of ours uh, we just had a chance to watch him grow up over the years love visiting with him at any point in time so uh, we caught up with him a few weeks ago when he was in uh covet isolation as well uh trying to keep up with uh his golf game as much as he could and, and enjoy the break. And then Tom Lehman. I uh, love Tom. Guy is spirited, has a lot of passion, former Ryder Cup captain, played on that uh, 99 Brookline team and led the charge on Sunday for that great comeback. He shares some of his thoughts and memories from those days. Also uh, on the show, Callaway Golf is an official partner of tomorrow's The Match, Champions for Charity, Tiger and Manning, Phil and Brady on TNT, 3 o'clock Eastern, noon Pacific. And on their Callaway podcast, they had Phil Mickelson on this week. Hopefully you've already listened to that. But if you missed any part of it, uh, we're going to play a couple of excerpts. We did a so in hour one. We'll play a couple more here on the back nine where you can hear Phil talking about his match tomorrow and uh, some of his thoughts on that. So we'll play that for you and would encourage you to listen to the Callaway podcast. So we'll get started with hour number two, the back nine coming up next. Thanks for joining us and happy Memorial Day weekend, everybody. And thanks for tuning in to Real Golf Radio. How did Callaway create their most advanced tour ball ever? They took Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball, and started from scratch, re-engineering every aspect of Chrome Soft from cover to core to make their best-performing tour ball even better. Callaway invested significantly in their U.S.-based golf ball facility in Chicopee, Massachusetts, in order to achieve the next level of innovation. There, they built the new Chrome Soft with a larger dual soft fast core, a new high-speed mantle system, and a thinner urethane cover to deliver a an unmatched combination of speed, consistency, spin, and control for complete performance. And now the new 2020 Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X are both available with alignment-enhancing triple-track technology, so you'll have that performance lined up from tee to green. This ball changes everything. Get your new Chrome Soft or Chrome Soft X golf balls today at CallawayGolf.com. 
When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. Three distinct alignment lines are now centered on every triple track putter head. It's shocking how much easier it is to get it lined up. You know, it's the same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. It's that reliable and that accurate. And once you're lined up correctly, you can focus on making a great stroke with the Stroke Lab shaft. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. You might remember our supercomputer, that number-crunching golf junkie that harnessed its AI brilliance to create flash fakes, a technology that unlocked performance never before seen in a driver. Well, after our supercomputer nailed the whole making a driver go farther thing, we gave it a new challenge to design faces for the number one irons of golf. So our Maverick engineers meticulously programmed our supercomputer. It was churning and machine learning until... Boom! Maverick Irons! A breakthrough in iron construction with uniquely designed faces throughout every set. Highly optimized performance for every type of play. We're talking explosive distance, incredible ball speed, and pin-seeking control. As for the supercomputer... It's training for its next assignment. Maverick from Callaway, the number one irons in golf. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. Well, what do you do with your rod? Break it down, hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, loaded. Ready to fish. Find your river quiver at riversmith.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio presented by Callaway Golf and the Chrome Soft, Chrome Soft X Golf Ball. Check it out at CallawayGolf.com or pick it up at your favorite retailer. And Callaway, of course, a sponsor of the match tomorrow on TNT. 3 o'clock Eastern, noon Pacific, and they're going to make a special announcement. You're going to want to tune in for that as well. Really, really cool stuff. Uh, Phil Mickelson joined their Callaway podcast, and I love this comment. He talked about smack talking with Tiger and what Tiger is always able to get over on Phil. Tiger is a very subtle in his smack talk, and he has gotten me with big picture. So every time I say, oh, uh, I remember I uh, beat you here at the Deutsche Bank or I ended up uh, beating you here at AT&T in 2012, blah, blah, blah. He just kind of puts his hands and says, big picture. Now, he got me and he'll continue to get me. He uses that line. He overuses that line. Yeah, you're the greatest player in the world. You have the best record. Of course, you big picture, you, you know, but let's be creative. Let's come up with something a little bit more insightful. That, that's your go-to line. He gets me every time with it, of course. But I think he can do better, too. All right. So, Phil critiquing Tiger's smack talk, but it's the old scoreboard. Yes, he is the greatest of all time, certainly in this generation. So, he's got that going for him. Well, without further ado, we turn our attention back to the best of edition here of Real Golf Radio and our conversation with one of my favorites, Kenny Perry. Hey, Kenny, when you look back at your career, 
Uh, not that you're retired yet, but when you look back on it, I, I think that run you had was pretty amazing when you you won Hogan's tournament, you won Jack's tournament, you won Arnold's tournament. You kind of had the legend slam there going for a couple of years. What, what was it about those events, and, and where does that rank amongst the wins you had? Well, they rank as good as they get for me. Uh, that was yeah, the only one I didn't get was Byron Nelson. I love Byron. Byron used to write me a lot of notes and stuff and call me on the phone and say, hey, Kenny, you going to come play my tournament? Who could say no to Byron Nelson on the phone? So that was pretty awesome. And uh, I wanted to win his tournament so bad, but never could get it done. But, yeah, those terms to win at Jack's place, at Arnold's place, I mean, just those tournaments alone are, are phenomenal. Uh, Hogan's Alley was incredible for that colonial. Uh, so, you know, at age in 2008 and 2009, I won five times. I was 48 and 8, and I was 49 years old in 2009. And what was neat about all that, those places are great, and they rank as about as good as places I could ever win. You know, I won the Memorial in 91. That was my first tour win. Uh, got my card in 87. So that kind of told me, you know, I was on the right path to be able to win Jack's place. And uh, in 2009, I was 49 years old, and two families I've stayed with, for over 25 years. I've watched their children grow up. I've been to their weddings. and they got kids now. Uh, one was in Hartford and one was in Phoenix. And I actually won both those terms. I tried for 25 years. I stayed with them to win those tournaments. And in 2009, I won both of them the same year, which was pretty ironic to be with two families for over 25 years and to, to win them both the same year, which I thought was pretty uh, pretty incredible uh, to be able to have their families run up on the greens and, and we all celebrated together, which was pretty special for me. That That's is cool. awesome. It's awesome. Well, I hate I hate to bring up 2009. We, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. You can go another direction. <laughs> we 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 actually played. Well, we, you know, Bob and I just uh, commemorated 20 years of doing this show at the end of last year. And we played some of the interviews, some of our favorite interviews of the last 20 years. And, and we had you on that Saturday after the Masters in 2009. And we kind of just said, Kenny, how you doing? And you went, you, you went, you just started talking for about 10 minutes. And you expressed uh, how you were, you know, these sleepless nights and, and all the letters you received and words of encouragement. And, and it was one of the most, one of our favorite interviews. Uh, obviously, we were rooting hard for you, but. Um, just to just the way you expressed your emotions and 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 kind of uh, all the support you got, that was that was really neat that you shared that with us. Yeah, that was pretty incredible. Something you don't really expect, and you don't realize how many lives you touch in the game of golf, and how many people are actually watching you and paying attention to you. You know, you kind of get in your own little world when you're on the tour. You think it's just you against the golf course and your competitors. But after the after I lost that tournament. Uh, I, I received over a thousand letters and, and uh, texts and uh, stuff, and just saying how proud they were of how I handled the defeat, which to me was it lifted me up, it lifted my spirits. I was crushed because you know all of us dream as a kid if you're going to win a tournament, you want to win the Masters, you want to put that green coat on, and to have one arm in a sleeve and thinking. After I made that birdie on 16, I looked at the scoreboard, and I said, I'm two up with two to play. And I'm thinking, man, I'm going to win the Masters. That hit my – I, I kind of got out of my zone, and I got nervous all of a sudden. And uh, instead of playing my, my – I think my word was conservatively aggressive. That's kind of how I played golf that week. 
where I played the positions on the greens. I always try to get myself an uphill putt. Even if I had to miss the green to one side where it would be an easy chip up as opposed to hitting it and having a tough downhiller. And my mind was there, and but my game was matching my mind, which is probably the hardest thing in golf, is to get it all to work together at one time. And uh, I was thinking great. My mind was clear. And then when I made that putt, it was like the world hit me. And I was thinking, I got on that 17C box, I was nervous. And I had been nervous all week. Man, I was attacking, 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 trying to catch. And uh, next thing I know, I look at the scoreboard, and I'm like two ahead. And I think, oh, all I got to do is make two pars. I win the Masters. And boom. I, next thing you know, I pulled my tee shot to hit the tree. Uh and I've got a six iron, but I was still in the fairway. I've got a six iron in the 17 instead of a pitching wedge. I've been hitting pitching wedge in that hole all week. And uh, I knocked it a little over. I, I, I hit a pretty good shot. It hit the green, but it kind of rolled over the back. And to this day, I made, I made a tactical short game error. Uh, I was nervous and everything. My hands were nervous. And I could have putted that ball just as easy as I chipped it. But I grabbed my sandwich. First thing I grabbed instead of, grabbing the putter well nowadays it's always the putter i don't even grab a sandwich or chipper anymore it's so funny <laughs> but i grabbed the, if i would have just grabbed the putter i would have won the masters that was the one little decision i made that cost me the masters because i could have lagged it down there putted it you know i was only probably two or three steps off the back it's not like i was way off the back and uh i had just a little uphill just a little hill back there where the green was built up a little bit but it wasn't much I could have just easily tapped it over the hill. It would have rolled all the way down to the hole. But I pulled sand wedge out. Next thing you know, I bladed it, and it went over the green. And uh, then I hit a decent pitch up and, and uh, made the bogey. But uh, And then I'm one up, and I'm thinking, you know, I've been hitting driver on 18 uh, every day. And just I'd aim at the bunkers, and I, could, I couldn't reach the bunkers. Whatever I hit, if I hit it good, but I was – you know, people don't realize when they get adrenaline in them how much further you can hit a golf ball sure. and how much harder you swing at it, and I killed it. And it went uh, it went to the same spot, but this time it went into the bunker, and I wasn't able to hit the green. I didn't get up and down. So next thing you know, I go bogey, bogey, and it puts me in a playoff with uh, Cabrera and Chad Campbell. And, uh, you know, that was heartbreaking. But, but then to get all the people to show love to me, all my career, you know, that, that meant more to me than anything. You know, it's a tough loss It's knowing that you should have won the Masters and didn't. But then to have everybody, you know, try to pick you up. And, and that's what I, I just want to thank all the people who supported me the last 35 years. There's been a lot of Kenny Perry fans, and I can't thank them enough uh, for all the love they've showed me and, uh, you know, support of me and my family and my career, which means so much to me. Well, you're easy to love. Yep. Good yeah. good guy. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but uh, <laughs> uh it, yeah, was, you it are. was a heartbreaking it was a heartbreaking moment. Uh but then, you know, I was picked back up uh after the matches. I I ended up winning Hartford not a few months after that. So, uh still devastated. Over, I'm still devastated over that loss to this day. It's something I tell everybody, I'll take it to my grave. Uh, mm. you can't get over that. That is something that will never leave you. And it, it never fails. Somebody talks about it everywhere I go. You know, oh, I was pulling so hard for you at that match. I mean, don't tell <laughs> it never fails. And I'm like, uh, well, I appreciate it. You know, and I just give them a hug and, and tell them thanks. But I'm thinking, oh, 
that hurt to think about that again. <laughs> well, the good news is, is at least that means they do care and they, they did care that, and they wanted you to win. I suppose there's people who have lost tournaments and uh, everybody was like, Oh good. You know, <laughs> or maybe they didn't like that guy. So at yeah. least, at least you can take solace from that. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and I still tell people to this day, I said, if that's the worst thing that ever happens to me, I'm a blessed man. I'm very lucky. I mean, that is, it's a, it's a force. We all got to kind of keep that in perspective, even though it is, you know, 200 guys living each year to try to make a living and uh, try to win golf tournaments. And, and the thrill of being able to hold that trophy up is amazing. But we still got to always remember it's still just a game. And uh, we got to remember, like, it's not life or death. Uh, I mean, everybody's fighting. You see all this from this virus. You know, there's so many people that I think 200,000 worldwide have already been killed. I mean, there's just so many. My family's healthy, and I kept telling people, my kids are good. I've got eight grandkids now, and uh, life's good. I can't complain. You know, we're all healthy, and we're, we're avoiding all the problems that are out in the world today. And uh, I'm just very lucky, very blessed. It's the best of Real Golf Radio. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools. They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. 
Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. Hi, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you, and we're presented by Callaway Golf, who is an official partner of The Match, which airs on TNT tomorrow at 3 o'clock Eastern, noon Pacific. You're going to want to tune in for that one. And Callaway is announcing that 10% of all Mavericks sales at Dick's and Golf Galaxy will go to the COVID-19 relief fund. I mean, just hats off, Callaway. Well done. Uh, first of all, the Maverick driver, fairway woods, hybrids, irons, they're fantastic. And now you can not only improve your golf game, but you can help support the COVID relief fund by purchasing your Callaway Maverick products at a Golf Galaxy or Dick Sporting Goods. So, again, more of that is available at CallawayGolf.com. All right, our best of continues right now with our conversation with Tony Finau from just a few weeks ago. Yeah, we're all good. Family's healthy and, and strong. And, yeah, it's, it's, quite, it's quite a time to be alive, you know, with everything going on with the coronavirus and uh, things that have been shut down. But our family's doing well, and, and, and we're just trying to do our part to, uh, you know, with all this social distancing stuff, just, uh, just trying to do our part. Yeah, so Tony, you uh, you grew up here in the, in in the Utah area, lived in in kind of the Lehigh area, and you you decided to uh, take the family and move them down to to the Phoenix area. Um, thoughts about how how why you did that and how that's going to benefit you, especially with your game and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, of course. So last year, I came back from the PGA Championship, uh, which was played mid May, and at the end of May, you know, the, the Tuesday I got back home, I think it was like May 20th or something like that. You know, there was snow at my house, <laughs> which was, which was quite, quite crazy. But, uh, with my family and the kids ages, you know, I've been thinking uh, about having a, a home and a little bit warmer climate climate for a couple of years, just to make sure I'm sharp and playing. And, and after that incident last year and, and snow being at my house so late in Lehigh, um, I kind of turned to my wife and said, Hey, I think it's time, you know, that's, you know, I guess we get another, you know, maybe try another spot in, in Arizona or California and, and see how we like it for the wintertime just so I can, you know, continue to try and get the reps I need for, uh, to be competitive for, you know, for as long as I can. So that was kind of the whole pro- thought process, you know, it was just, I didn't want to put uh, my family, you know, have to sacrifice too much, but you know, our, our, our children are at the ages where uh, they're all out of diapers and, and, and just, you know, I think we were ready to take that move as a family and, 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 and also for, for my game. So that was the main thought process behind all of it. And, and we finally made that move at the beginning of this year. You know, I, uh, we got a place up here in Scottsdale and, and we're really enjoying it. I'm having a good time. And, and, you know, I think I've kind of shown early in the season, I was a lot sharper and, and a lot due to just getting more reps in, 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 in the wintertime. Tony Finau, our guest here on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I know, you know, in following Mike Weir and his career, um, 
throughout you know the early 2000s and whatnot he was on an airplane to palm springs frequently you know in order and and there's a there's a price to be paid there right i mean leaving your family and being gone so i imagine it's nice to be able to go out and practice and come home and have your family right there yeah no doubt it had to be a family move you know it wasn't one i was going to make on my own and um and without you know still the um, support of my wife you know she's she's the biggest part of and, and my biggest supporter so to have her on board and um, and just, you know, this, it was, it was a big move for us. I've never been away from home, Utah. And, and, and so, but I knew, uh, just at this point in my career is something that I wanted to try. And, and so far we're liking it, you know, we're still only a, a few months in and, and obviously this whole coronavirus thing, uh, you know, it's strange not being home in Utah, but, uh, you know, we're doing, we're doing well and we're enjoying it so far. Well, and the other thing it has to help is, is being so close to your teacher Boyd Summerhays as well. Yeah, no question. Boyd lives about seven minutes away from me, and and we're both members at the Silverleaf Club, which is up here in, in Scottsdale, and and you know get to see that you see each other often, and that's that's a great thing for me and my game. And he's also just one of my one of my great friends. So, um, you know, we both I think really relied on each other, um, you know, throughout different circumstances in our lives, and and especially the golf portion. So he's been a he's been a great friend. Hey, Tony, uh, your thoughts on the year so far? Obviously, you're really close there in Phoenix, and you've had some good finishes. Uh, I know you're still chasing down that, that next W. And by the way, you seem to enjoy that little Sam Harrop tribute song, right? You took that in, in good stride. That was all fun. <laughs> yeah, somebody tagged me on Twitter, and, and I had to check it out, and I, and I, and I laughed. I thought it was a good, uh, <laughs> uh, a good little uh, rendition, a good little remix. So I told him, you know, when I have that next win, he needs to come out with another song. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, he, he said, he said he'd do that, but, uh, yeah, I think it's all, you know, it's all fun and all fun and games. You know, I, um, you know, I try my best to, uh, to just enjoy the, the social media part of being an athlete, you know, cause there's, there's, uh, so much good to, to, to be had and, and to be learned. There's a lot of bad as well, but, um, you know, you take that as an athlete, you take that these days and, and just, and just roll with the punches, you know, there's going to be criticism no matter what. So, um, but as far as, as far as my season, you know, I've got off, I've gotten off to a great start. You know, obviously a sour taste in my mouth. Uh, you know, leaving and, and thinking about waste management and what could have been there. But you know, in the grand scheme of things, I was I was supposed to be in Saudi Arabia that week and playing the Saudi Arabia national. Um, but as we mentioned, uh, as as we just talked to, uh, spoke about, my family was in the process of moving. My kids were uh, just about to start school, and and I just uh, and with you know all the security issues going out throughout the the world at that time, I didn't feel like it was the right thing to do. So I ended up just staying and, and playing close to home and, and making sure I was there for my kids and my family and, and our most recent move. So it ended up working out. You know, I, I haven't even made the cut at the waste management, I think, for the last four years. So, um, of course, I make the weekend and, and, and almost win. But, um, you know, I, I think I've, I've learned that, you know, my game is, is in a good place early this season. And whenever we get back going again, uh, I'm excited to get back out and, and play, but I think I've gone on, gotten off to a nice start and, and put myself in good good position to uh, to win again. So along with getting back going again, of course, we know with the coronavirus and everything, you know, it looks like now two months of the PGA Tour has, has been canceled um, yeah. through the Byron Nelson. Uh, what What were your thoughts when this all started at the Players' Championship a week ago and after playing the first round, uh, things getting shut down. Yeah, it was just, just really weird. You know, I, I, I don't, 
I don't really know how, how to put it. You know, I, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't surprised by any means, you know, sitting there, um, Thursday night and, and getting a, a text message late from the commissioner and, and, you know, just a mass text that the PJ tour had sent out. Um, it was just, it's just a really strange feel. Um, but you know, the more we learn about the virus, um, the more you understand the precautionary measures that we're all taking and that organizations have to take at this point to try and flatten the curve for the deaths and for, uh, those that are being tested. Uh, the number is staggering when you look at it. And as I just try to do my research and learn from it, the precautionary measures that are being taken in the sports world and, you know, that are affecting me personally with the PGA tour, um, are, are a must, you know, those are things that have to be done. And so I totally understand it. I totally get it. And, and I support it. You know, we have, to, we have to think about others health and the health of everyone around us before our, ourselves. So, um, I, I totally understand where these organizations, uh, lay. And unfortunately for me, you know, I, I, that means no competition for, you know, potentially a few months, but again, you know, this is about some bigger than, than playing the game of golf. Tony Finau joining us here on Real Golf Radio. I think that's really well said, Tony. But and uh, and how much? How I guess you know this at the beginning of the year there was a lot of discussion around the the PGL, this new Premier Golf League that was coming up. And I wonder what what it's like to have. Uh, you know, a lot of players have come out and said, you know, I'm done. I'm I'm out of the PGL. I'm sticking with PGA Tour. That type of thing. I wonder in this kind of a scenario, um, how you know how does that affect your decision? Seeing how you've got a commissioner who is you know, being proactive and, and doing what he can to take care of everybody involved and, and the, 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 I guess the stability of being part of a, an organization such as the PGA tour. Yeah, no doubt. You know, I, I can only speak from um, things that I know, you know, and I, and I know the PGA tour is, is an amazing tour and an amazing organization to be a part of, um, you know, the charity that they, you know, the amount of, that they give back to charity and, and just having a commissioner like Jay Monahan, you know, who's an amazing person and, someone I respect uh, very much uh, and, and in his position, I think he's taken, um, taken on his, his role as a commissioner and, and done, done an amazing job. So um, the PGA tour is in a great place and, you know, I, I'm a proud PGA tour member. I, I don't know that much about the PGA, the PGL um, from what I've heard. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about, you know, different um, a team aspect to it and, and different things. I don't know enough about it to speak on it. Um, but I, I do know that, you know, the PJ tour is in a great place. We have a great commissioner and, and I, and I'm a proud member at this point. Yeah. That's awesome. So going, so going forward, um, of course, Augusta national has been postponed. looks now the, the PGA championship as well. Um, looks like things could happen with the USGA as well. Um, what about, uh, what about, uh, reports that we've heard about the Ryder cup, anything going on there? I haven't heard anything. I know there were some false rumors uh, that, that were kind of surfacing the golf world yesterday. I heard, you know, that they're looking to postpone or even uh, move it to 2021, which would then push the um, the President's Cup to even years, which would be the, you know, 22. Uh, but, uh, you know, they came out with a tweet that said that that was just uh, a rumor. So um, I, I think the Ryder Cup is still on schedule as planned in September. And, and there's been some speculation that uh, – I think the Augusta National and the Masters is looking at the date in mid-October. And I think those uh, sources have kind of been confirmed. So uh, I, I'm really looking forward to, you know, seeing it up at Augusta National. I think that's a place I really enjoy. And, you know, whether we play it uh, in the summer or in the fall or in the winter, uh, I think, 
you know, everybody that is involved in the tournament wants to want it to happen. And, you know, I don't, I don't think, uh, you know, we can overstress the players how much we enjoy playing it. So I hope they, I hope they do the right thing there and, and just make the event happen. You know, we'll play it. <laughs> we'll play it in the middle of the week. We'll play it at the end of the week. Uh, any given, any given week. I don't think, uh, they need to step on anyone's toes and, 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 and have it be played during another event. But we have some open dates, I think, and, and they're looking at uh, mid-October, and hopefully they can make that happen. You'll play it on one ankle, on two ankles, doesn't matter, right? <laughs> I, I, exactly. Broken finger, I'll do whatever. I'll play it. <laughs> no doubt. And by the way, it doesn't matter if it's he's coming at you top ten, top five, final group. Here he comes, Tony Fino at Augusta. I can't, can't wait to see you back there. And, yeah, we're, we're all on board. In fact, in a couple weeks – uh, I'm going to be uh, cooking me up some egg salad sandwiches and, and uh, getting out my old master's cups for the week, just doing what I can to, to, to make it like I'm there. So uh, we'll, we'll all be yeah, missing no that in April, huh? So, oh, 100 percent. So, so there's, there's a lot of, a lot of crazy things going on right now. So what are you doing to keep yourself busy besides TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why? Well, yeah. I had to make my TikTok debut since I've been, hanging out at home so much. I'm like, well, I might as well get on this TikTok thing. Um, <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, but no, I mean, I, I've been, we've been cooking, you know, cooking, I've been cooking every meal for our, for my family and, um, and just, and just being with my, being with my kids, you know, I think, uh, we're pretty safe with just being six of us and, 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 you know, without, and with not having the coronavirus, but, um, just hanging out at home, nothing really, you know, I, I, I started to, uh, you know, touch up on my, learning a new language, which is, you know, my native tongue, Tongan, and, and just trying to learn that. I mean, there's, I think, you know, studying some, uh, some church material and, and getting ready for our general conference. So there's a lot of things, you know, that, I, that we're doing as a family and just, and just mostly just being, um, being home is the biggest thing. It's the best of real golf radio. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith. At Callaway, we spent years obsessing over how to deliver golfers a better tour ball. New materials were discovered. Recipes were fine-tuned. Then, finally, all the blood, sweat, and late nights in the lab produced Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball. Soon, Callaway was the fastest-growing major golf ball brand in the game. You'd think after such a feat, we sat back and cracked a cold one. No way. Come on, man. That wasn't enough. 
Instead, our engineers set out to achieve the next big thing, a complete reinvention. That's right. We blew it all up and doubled down big time, investing in our Massachusetts ball plant with state-of-the-art machinery and expanding our team of progressive-thinking engineers, all in pursuit of a revolution in golf ball innovation. So, here we are, a new Chrome Soft with game-changing distance, incredible feel, and exceptional control. Our highest quality and most consistent tour ball imaginable. The new Chrome Soft 2020. This ball changes everything. You don't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. Yet that seems to be how the golf industry builds their drivers. Not Callaway. Because Maverick thinking and an innovative approach to R&D have taken distance to a completely new level with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using advanced artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created our fastest, most forgiving driver possible. Simply put, Callaway is doing things no one else is doing. Maverick has completely changed the way distance is made. That's what separates the kings of distance from everyone else. Whether it's Maverick, the low-spin Maverick Sub-Zero, or ultra-forgiving Maverick Max, artificial intelligence has optimized every Maverick driver. And of course, they all come with ball-speed-generating jailbreak technology. New distances out there, it takes a Maverick to find it. Explore the Maverick line of drivers today at CallawayGolf.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. And we welcome you back to Real Golf Radio, a best of edition here on this Memorial Day weekend. And thanks for tuning us in. Follow us on Twitter at Real Golf, Instagram and Facebook at Real Golf Radio, and be sure to podcast the show wherever your favorite podcasts are found. Tony Finau joined us just now, Kenny Perry prior to that, and now our conversation with Tom Lehman. How are you handling the uh, the new changes and the no golf? Yeah. Well, I know a lot of practice, which is uh, maybe it's a good thing. Heaven knows uh, I need to work on my short game, so it's what opportunity is it to, uh, to kind of sharpen that up, and I'm hopefully using the time wisely. So you're in Arizona. Uh, you guys are still able to get out and play a little golf? We are, actually, in, 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 as we speak, my son Thomas and I and my three-month-old granddaughter are on the backside. We're just kind of wrapping up the 18th hole and uh, going to go home and have some dinner. So, like you say, there's that silver lining in every cloud, and, it's, you know, the silver lining is way more family time, you know, which I really like. Yeah, no doubt about it. Tom, you know, you've had a great career. You've had an opportunity to play um, in major championships, win a major championship, Ryder Cups, that kind of thing. How did you get started in the game of golf? Oh, I would imagine like a lot of people, probably most most people, my dad uh, got me going. He, you know, avid golfer, he worked really hard at the game, was in love with the game, you know, had a real passion for it. Uh, and that passion, you know, fueled my passion. You know, I started just as a ball shagger and then a caddy. And then uh, once I had enough of doing that, I, you know, it's give me my own clubs and my own ball and let me take a crack at it. And I was probably about fifth grade. And, and, uh, you know, so from that point on, it was uh, full speed ahead playing golf, you know, but being from Minnesota was three or four sports every year. You know, I was, you know, it was about a three month a year golfer until I finished high school. Did it click to you right away? Like in, as a fifth grader, like you said, did it just come naturally mm-hmm. to you? I always had the ability to hit a golf ball better than, you know, really all of, I mean, I don't think there's ever a time 
um, until I got onto the PGA Tour where I felt like there was anybody who hit the ball better. I mean, you know, junior golf, amateur golf, college golf, I always felt like the people that I played against, I hit the ball better than anybody from the beginning. And um, just have a natural gift to kind of doing it, um, you know, in a little bit of a quirky way. I mean, my swing is not a, a classic swing by any means, but but there's some things that I do and, and, and it's really repeatable. So, you know, from the early on, I just try to hit a big hook. I think, uh, I think you're aware of that shot, uh, hitting mm-hmm. a hook. So, uh, um, every shot I hit, I hooked, no matter if it was a wedge or a driver or even a punt, you know, so I just, uh, got really good at hooking. <laughs> I love that. And you know, it used to be Tom, that there was a time when it felt like everyone tried to position themselves in a particular, like there was a one correct way to swing a golf club. And it's kind of shifted from that now. And, and there was an interesting article by Brandel Chambly about that recently, about how it's, it, people are owning it, the Matthew Wolfs and the, and those that are just doing things their own way. And that's becoming more and more acceptable. Uh, do you have a school of thought one way or the other on that? Well, I, I think that all that really matters is where are you at impact? I mean, it, it, you know, are you, are you, it's like Bob Torrance, uh, Sam Torrance's father, the late Bob Torrance would say, you can do nine things wrong, but if you get the one thing right, you can be a heck of a player. If you do nine things right, but get the one thing wrong, you're going to be terrible. Mm. You know, so the, all that really matters is the strike. You know, how do you, where are you at the bottom at the ball? And um, I think that's, you know, you, you mentioned Matthew Wolf. I mean, I played with him at the 3M last year and, and he certainly does it his own way, you know, yep. and, uh, and to try to change that would be, you would ruin the guy. Um, you know, and so I think more than anything, and we've talked about this a lot lately with some of the guys that I know and younger players, especially is, is more than anything, you have to know what you do, right. You have to know what it is that makes your swing work, you know, to, to not understand why your swing works. Um, you're, you're setting yourself up to let somebody change the one thing maybe that you do well. So, um, once you kind of know what makes it work, uh, you, you'll never be inclined to change that. And uh, I think that's a really important piece of the puzzle. And maybe that's why these young guys, you know, are so willing to be um, a little bit different is that they understand what makes it work. You know, you, you mentioned some things uh, there that you never felt like anybody hit the ball better than you did um, going up through high school and college and junior golf and act, actually that, that kind of thing. When, when did you, or, or how long did it take you to get from college golf out onto the PGA tour? Well, it didn't take long to get on the tour. It took a long time to actually be good enough to stick with the tour. I, I finished college and then I got my tour card immediately. And then I lost it after a year, requalified, lost it, requalified, and then lost it uh, for like seven or eight years. You know, so I was good enough to actually get my card, but I wasn't good enough to be a successful tour player. Uh, so it took, you know, quite a while to learn to trust my game and to, you know, let my confidence level you know, kind of grow to the point where actually my game probably was. I think my game was good enough, but I didn't have the confidence I needed to uh, to trust that game. So, you know, that was the process. Tom Lehman joining us here on Real Golf Radio. A couple of things that stand out to me, of course, is, you know, Royal Litham and St. Anne's 1996 Open Championship and, and then the Country Club of Brookline, the 99 Ryder Cup. Um, you know, we, we were fortunate. We just started this show in 1999. That was the, the, our first year on the air and it's been 21 years now. Uh, but I remember having you on the show right after that Ryder Cup and, and it just gives me goosebumps even thinking back on it. But when you think of those two moments, do they stand out for you? Uh, the way that they do for me thinking about your career and what you were involved in? Uh, yeah, I think for different reasons too. The, uh, you know, the, the British open, I, I, 
had been really close in several majors leading up to that. So it just felt like it was a matter of time. And, uh, you know, so the, the winning that was, um, validation, you know, a validation of the hard work, a validation of, of believing that I was good enough to win and, and then actually proving it and doing it. And, um, so I would say it was no surprise to me, but it just it, it certainly felt good to prove that I was capable. Um, the, the Ryder cup, now that was a whole different animal that, you know, being a, a team, a team event and growing up playing team sports, you know, there really still is n- nothing like, um, doing something, you know, significant or achieving something monumental uh, as a team where you can share it all together. And I think that was the special part of that Ryder cup team was, is, you know, at the time, the biggest comeback in the history of the Ryder cup to do it in, in Boston, that, you know, with the fans that they have there and with the group of guys that we had, if we go back and look at that team, it was quite a team, you know, Payne Stewart was on that team. And Tiger was on the team, Phil Duvall, you know, the list goes on Davis love Hal Sutton. I mean, we had, we had quite a team, uh, Jim Furyk, you know, so to kind of be able to share that whole thing, Marco Mira was on that team. So the name's Jeff Maggart. Um, anyway, just to be able to share it with, with all of those guys, uh, you know, and celebrate the victory and, uh, enjoy the battle together. I mean, that's what kind of makes it special. And, um, you know, certainly one of the, I think that Sunday may be the most exciting day of golf I've ever experienced. Mm. No matter what, no matter what, if it, you know, major championships, uh, whatever it might be. I, I think uh, that Sunday was, it was probably the top one day ever. And, and you had a phenomenal coach or a phenomenal captain in Ben Crenshaw. What did he tell yeah. you guys that night before that uh, that kind of got you guys going or fired up? You know, he didn't really say a whole lot. You know, we I think more than that, we, we watched, you know, from the locker room, we watched the press conference. So, you know, we finished the, the day's play on Saturday, and everybody was sitting in the locker room. There's snacks in there and drinks, and, and everybody was kind of just unwinding and, you know, getting something to eat and, and watching Ben uh, – who was over in the media room and listening to his, his interview. And, uh, you know, I, we all remember him, you know, kind of looking, leaning forward and pointing his finger and, you know, just saying that, uh, you know, the, um, that the country club has always been good to Americans and the 17th hole in particular has always been good to Americans, but the country club has always been good to Americans. And, and then I've got a good feeling about this, <laughs> you know? So I think the, you know, that whole attitude of, you know, because Ben is a little bit, you know, mystical. It's a little bit, um, you know, he's, uh, you know, he's he's Bagger Vance before there was Bagger Vance type thing. You know, he's he's that kind of uh, a guy, and and not in, but in the best of all possible ways, where you actually believe what he says. You actually believe, you know, because he's so genuine, he's so real. And I so to hear him say that he had a good feeling and that. You know, the course has always been good to Americans. It gave everybody a lot of hope. And then I got to, you know, then going forward to the next morning, actually, sorry, just a little bit later when the draw came out, I think everybody looked at the draw and said, holy smokes, you know what, we can, you know, we, we can, you know, we can win this thing. I, you know, we all kind of felt clearly that we had the best, uh, the best player in nearly every match and that we could actually get off and maybe win the first six or seven or eight matches in a row. And uh, which I think is, exactly what happened. And I remember years later, yes, like Jesper Parnett was telling me that he was on the, the driving range warming up that Sunday morning and looked at the, at the pairings and he turned to Lance Tembrook, which is caddy and says, Lance, there's no way we can win. I don't even think we're going to win one match today. This is a, wow. there's no way we, we can win this. Really? You know, and he was pretty, wow. he was pretty much right. And you <laughs> led the charge, right? If I remember right, you're first out. 
Yeah, I was first first off against Lee Westwood, and, and then the second off was uh, Darren Clark played uh, Hal Sutton, and you know we were, I thought we were big um, favorites in those matches for the simple fact that they both had played every match up to that point, and uh, you know I watched them. Um, I actually played, we actually played them, uh, Phil and I on Saturday, and they were just absolutely worn out. I mean, they were you could see they were just so tired. So I kind of feel like, um, you know, that's so much golf and, and, uh, I felt like we were both relatively fresh and, and playing well. And, and so we were the, the favorites in those matches simply because, uh, they're fatigued. And then, uh, which was actually the case. We both won pretty easily. And then the, the route was on. It's the best of real golf radio. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Tee it up at Uinta Golf with their Memorial Day sale happening May 22nd through the 25th. All Nike golf shoes are 25% off. Score an epic deal on Callaway's Epic Flash Driver, now only $349. Save big with the G400 Driver, now only $249. Remember, the more you buy, the more you save and receive up to 25% off all apparel. Uinta Golf Memorial Day sale happening May 22nd and May 25th. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. Serving golfers since 1970. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBMA member FDIC.
You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Really appreciate uh, all the great people who joined us on this Best of Edition. Troy Merritt, Andy North, Mike Weir, Kenny Perry, Tony Finau, and Tom Lehman. Hopefully you enjoyed that and it made your day just a little bit better. We always appreciate you tuning in. And remind you to tune into the match tomorrow. Champions for Charity, 3 o'clock Eastern, noon Pacific. Tiger and Manning versus Phil and Brady. And on the Callaway podcast, Phil Mickelson joined the uh, the show to talk about why Brady and Manning for this particular match. They're the perfect fit because they are entertaining. They're good golfers. They're comparable golfers. They're very similar uh, handicaps. They kind of transcend their sport. Well, they certainly transcend their sport. They love golf and they want to help others. And so we also have a rapport between uh, Tiger and Peyton, myself and Brady. We have a, a rapport where we're comfortable with each other to where we can kind of talk smack. But the great thing about it is that when we do, it's not an in-your-face response or attack that elicits a defensive response. Like when Peyton gives you a hard time or roughs you up, you laugh with him because it's funny and it doesn't come across attacking as much as it does funny. And I think that that type of uh, personality is what's perfect for this match because we're trying to help others. We're not trying to compete for millions of dollars for ourselves. We're doing it for others. We want to entertain everyone while helping those in need there you go that was phil mickelson on the callaway podcast and encourage you to go download that and listen to it at your convenience and tune into the match three o'clock eastern tomorrow on tnt should be entertaining that'll do it for us thanks to dave glaser our producer for bob casper i'm brian taylor happy memorial day weekend everyone stay safe out there and thanks for tuning in we'll see you next week right here on real golf radio Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.